On the night before he died, Jesus told us how to be one body. He said, eat together. In eating together, we would recall his Last Supper, which itself recalled the liberating Passover meal in which Israel had prepared to leave slavery in Egypt. We would also anticipate the Kingdom Banquet, at which one day we hope to share with Christ in glory. And in particular, we'd recall the death of Christ on the cross, which showed us how far God would go to be with us, and the resurrection in which we see that God's desire to be with us will prevail. More than just a meal, the Eucharist is an ordered series of actions and words designed to make us God's companions. We gather recognising we're in God's presence, but also noticing who is absent. We confess our sins to be able to spend the rest of the service in honest encounter. We hear God's story and its interpretation for us today. We respond in creed, intercession and peace, faith, hope and love. We bring our gifts to the altar and as God's story is told over them, they become food for us all, not just daily bread, but food that never runs out. And we're sent out to make the whole world a Eucharist like this.
In the Reformation, there was enormous debate about what happened to the elements in the Eucharist. There were four views. Catholics maintained the elements looked like bread and wine, but were in fact the true body and blood of Christ. Lutherans said the elements were bread and wine, but on receiving them, we received the body and blood of Christ. Calvinists suggested that Christ being fully human could only be in one place. So it was the Holy Spirit who gave us, as we received the elements, the benefits of Christ's passion, forgiveness and everlasting life. Zwinglians insisted the elements were simply bread and wine and receiving them reminded us of the salvation Christ had already achieved for us. It's no surprise that the Catholic view, known as transubstantiation, because the so-called accidents of bread and wine are unchanged, but their substance changes into Christ's body and blood, is more given to choral composition. Here's the Belgian composer César Franck's setting of words written by Thomas Aquinas about the angelic bread.
For all the grand theological understandings of the Eucharist, at root it's a genuine meal, echoing those the early Christians ate in each other's houses after Pentecost. When we eat together, we experience what, with the persons of the Trinity, we call perichoresis, or mutual indwelling. That's to say we're so with one another that our lives are almost in one another's. The Latin word for being with is com. The word for being in is union. The word for being both in and with God and one another is communion.